Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're here in town this week attending the Winter Bible Seminar, having a great time. And uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because we know the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So it's so interesting to see someone come up to me. It seems like a lady comes up every conference we do, and she says, you know, I've been lied to my entire life. And I was told bad news, and I was afraid of the coming of the Lord. So we get into how close we are to His return so that we hustle. I've never seen a runner in a, in a race see the finish line and slow down. No, all the trainings for when you see the finish line, you accelerate, you pick up the pace. So we're looking at all these things that show us uh, so that we will pick up the pace. I hear people all the time go, well, you don't need to teach on end times. Well, the Bible says it's the hope that purifies you even as you're pure. Not a hope, the hope. So there's something about having that expectation for the future to do the will of God now, and it produces great joy, so you have great strength. Remember Jesus, He rebuked them. He said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So He wanted them to know. Same thing with, with the madman of Gadara, when the demons cried out, hey, Jesus, have you come to torment us before the time? They knew that Jesus had a schedule, but He was early. So if demons could know the schedule, how much more of the church? So we'll try to pick up with what's happened around Israel. So much is happening uh, literally five or six things of complexity about ceasefires, non-ceasefires, and they're all coming from different nations. Uh, even uh, they're getting ready to go into Rafa. That's going to be a huge deal. And with with because how big that is, even Egypt is building a wall right there at the border where Gaza and Egypt are, and they're leveling dirt out because they know there's going to be a mass exodus of Rafa into their land because this is going to be a, a really big offensive. So. You have all this happening with the UN. You had the U.S. go to the UN, and thank God they vetoed the ceasefire. Israel, basically, everyone's trying to push Israel to do a ceasefire so that the hostages can go, but they're mainly they're pushing for ceasefires so that they can uh, rearm, really, is what they're trying to do. And they're trying to push Israel into ex accepting a Palestinian state. And right now, Israel is in the middle of trying to stay alive, much less negotiating for a, a piece of land for people that shouldn't be rewarded for trying to annihilate you. So the the jockeying back and forth from Qatar, from United Arab Emirates, from Egypt, from Jordan, from all these nations trying to stop the war because it's so horrible for the Gazans. Yes, it is horrible. Well, they shouldn't have tried to kill Israel because uh, when you try to kill Israel, something bad happens. I looked at the video the other day of that member of parliament in, in Turkey and he condemned Israel throughout the whole speech over and over and over again. At the very end, he cursed Israel and he dropped dead right there. I heard people say, well, in this dispensation, there's no judgment. Really, there isn't. A judgment was laid on Jesus. But you have a crossover dispensations at the beginning of the, of the church age and at the end of the church age. John the Baptist baptized people for cleansing, ritual cleansing. And really, baptism was to identify with Christ. You're buried, buried with him in baptism, raised uh, with his resurrection. Uh, and that was a, a precursor to what would happen, that Jesus would go into the heart of the earth. So with that happening in Turkey, it's amazing that he was struck down. I mean, it's on video. You can see it on YouTube. Absolutely amazing. With all of that, you've got so much talk of World War III, so much talk of all the nature going crazy, even a brand new category of hurricane, one uh, with more speed than all the others. And then you have uh, Afghanistan having... Uh, uh, avalanche. So many people got killed with that. The floods, the storms. 
in a brand new black hole it's discovered the largest black hole ever so uh, not just that you got asteroids and all that but let's go back to the things happening right around israel you had the houthis in yemen uh, fire uh, anti-ship missiles uh, from from yemen into hit hit uh, one tanker that was an american one hit one tanker that was a british one the british one began to sink so you got this is the first time they've had to abandon ship and then they were fired back upon by some american ships and one of the british ships so I mean, you got a proxy war going on in the Red Sea, trying to, they said, we'll keep doing this as long as Israel's uh, uh, attacking Hamas. Well, Israel's not really attacking Hamas. They're defending themselves against Hamas is what they're doing. So with that, you had Israel do airstrikes in Damascus again. They were hitting these uh, plants that were producing chemical weapons. So I'm a little bit surprised that that hasn't been used. We know a little bit's been used with phosphorus and stuff, almost like World War One. I love that there was a big push again about Iran's nuclear program. Program. It was the Wall Street Journal said people don't, there, there's no even talk of how close they are when, when you don't have oversight of it. So that kind of intrigued me. More stuff was happening with China as well. I look at it and go, oh, my Lord, there, China was pouring phosphorus and, and cyanide into the ocean where the uh, Taiwanese fishermen were to, so they wouldn't be able to fish. This was in international waters, and then it was in Taiwanese waters. So you have uh, they're really trying to have a provocation right there with China and Taiwan. And that's why China, this week, the FBI said again, China is doing everything it can to do uh, make trouble with our electrical grids with cyber attacks. There was a big talk of kind of under the table about the cyber attacks that's getting ready to happen in Iran. I didn't even talk about their gas. Last week, I forgot to talk about their water supply, and one of their gas lines got got blown up, got sabotaged, and that was co completely kept under the radar. I love this one, though. This one's really cool, that you had a report of Jesus appearing in dreams to all these people in Gaza. So you, you've got Jesus coming to them in the midst of a horrific war. So... So much stuff with Russia. Russia's getting brand new sanctions because of the people they're killing. Uh, you had Ukraine uh, some back, firing back and forth with that. This is what Putin said. Listen to how crazy he is there in Russia. He said, it's time for nuclear war. We'll hit London. We'll hit New York. He said, if the UK and America keeps trying to help the Ukraine uh, fight with Russia, that's what he's going to do. So you, you've got the players for the Ezekiel 38 war verbalizing what they're getting ready to do. And you have the setup for all this all over the earth. It's, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. I will. Thanks, England. Uh, the setup for what you're going to see during the whole tribulation. And what is interesting here in rabbis talk about uh, the, the stuff that's getting ready to happen that's perfectly set up for the seven-year period. So what's going to happen, I think it's only going to get worse and worse. And this is just me guessing. It's going to get worse and worse. And someone will have to step in and go, hey, I have a perfect solution for all this. And we're going to go to one monetary system. We're going to go to one world authority. We're going to go to one world religion. Because you have trouble happening right now with the Temple Mount. A couple of the Israeli members of, of Knesset said, we're not going to let, in Ramadan, we're not going to let the Muslims go up on the Temple Mount. And you got, everything's going to revolve around that Temple Mount. You had some cisterns get full up around the Temple Mount this last week, first time since 1992. So you got nature happening, nations happening, all these things happening because Jesus is just about to come. How wild is this that we are the generation that he's coming back for? So we always go through this. Jesus said the generation that sees Israel brought back and Jerusalem won back. 
He said that generation won't pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you have all of these other radical signs. And what do we do with it? We see that the Lord wants us to know this because He loves us. He loves you. He wants to bless you. He wants to strengthen you. He's not mad at you. He's not frustrated with you. He's about to see you. I think He is sometimes freaked out that well, people aren't as excited about the coming of the Lord because they think the rapture is an ending. The rapture is not an ending. It's a beginning. You're tasting of the powers of the world to come. Uh, we're, we're, we're writing our resume for what we'll be doing during uh, that thousand-year reign. How wonderful. He said, if you're faithful over so much, you rule over two cities. If you're faithful over so much, you rule over ten cities. So we go back to the signs. Those two, Israel brought back, Jerusalem won back, Hebrew language restored, Ethiopian Jews brought back, fertility of the land of Israel, revival of the Roman Empire. You have uh, fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement. You have foxes showing up on the Temple Mount. You have Russia goes into the Crimea. Russia goes into the Ukraine. I remember years ago preaching in Latvia and Estonia. They all knew that Russia would someday come back in and take over, and that's exactly their mindset. That's all happening right now. So you have that. You have milby lovers themselves who have selfie sticks. You have 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land. I mean, you've got the cleanup crew for the Ezekiel 38 war, the cleanup crew for the Battle of Armageddon. So sign after sign after sign after sign. Some of them are just so amazing. I mean, you had Russia rebuild the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra. That's where the Tower of Babel was. And uh, the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the coming of the Lord. So you got literally things happening in different spaces and places that just yell to us that Jesus is just about to come back. Oh, man, there's so much happening that you can get into that's just it's amazing how flawless it is. Once we get into it, you're like, man, Lord, you're so cool how you're doing all this. So sign after sign after sign after sign. That The signs aren't there to scare you. They're there to tell you you're getting close to your destination. So after that, you have signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles four in a row a few years ago. That's pretty radical. The heavens are declaring, I died for you, I'm coming back. I died for you, I'm coming back. Well, uh, NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel's made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. I mean, amazing uh, things happening in the heavens along with what would be happening with Israel. Then you have the Bethlehem star. We, we don't hear that preached a lot. You have Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together at his birth. Jupiter's a king planet. Regulus is a king planet. Venus, men are from Mars, women from Venus. Venus is a mother planet. Uh, the constellation was Virgo. This last time it happened, this last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So heaven is showing us things. The Bible said the planets would be, they would declare the glory of God. It is amazing. It, I don't get into this very often, but their bonus feature on the Bethlehem Star, a video out by an attorney from Nashville, it shows a reverse eclipse of what was happening in the stars. You have the Passion Lamb was the constellation, and the, the moon is right here where the lamb is, and it's bright white. And at 3 p.m. on Passover that Friday, there's an eclipse, and the heart of the lamb goes black exactly when Jesus died on the cross. The flawlessness of that is absolutely staggering. Because he's God. <laughs> he's watching over his word to perform it. So we have all these things. You got signs, you got signals. Why? Jesus is just about to come back. I heard people say, well, we shouldn't really talk about that. No, the talking about it is to get, get, grab expectancy. Jesus said, when you see these things happen, he didn't say freak out. He said, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh, indicating don't be downtrodden. The number two, the number one and two things about hearing about the coming of the Lord, Paul said, so you'd be happy and you'd be hopeful. 
So he loves you. He wants to bless you. He wants to strengthen you. So make changes. Get everything ready. Help your local church. Help your local pastor. Get everything out of the way that is keeping you from running faster because you're about to see Jesus. You're about to see the resurrected one. You're about to see the brightness of the glory of God. You're about to see the one that overcame death, hell, and the grave. You're about to see the one that is the root of Jesse. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. And we're about to see the King. We want to honor Him. We want to magnify Him. We want to glorify Him. Have a great week. We'll come back and see what's happening with all the stuff because a lot's going on. But soon we're going to see Jesus. We'll see you next Wednesday. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today at the end of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.